Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. Speaking of traveling the world, we're actually traveling through the northern Philippines now. We're about seven hours north of Manila, the capital, and uh, working out of an internet cafe here. So unfortunately, the Wi-Fi isn't very good, so I had to uh, park myself here to do all my coaching calls. I'm actually recording uh, some online courses, and I'm doing some uh, podcast interviews in the midst of an internet cafe. So you got to be resourceful when you're traveling, working, and being a digital nomad. So I'm super excited to have a guest here on the show today, and uh, he is an amazing speaker. He's a, a coach. He's an author, he's the creator of the Mastermind and Speaker Experience at Sea. Um, so his book is called The Unapologetic Speaker. Uh, so I love the topic, the unapologetic speak, uh, being, unap uh, being up on unapologetic and uh, empowering you to become an influencer, speaker, and visionary leader. Uh, so super excited to learn all about uh, our guest, David DiGiorgio, in terms of his background as a speaker, as an author, and uh, some tips for you guys who are listening and watching and how to build up your own business in terms of speaking, authorship, and doing what he does in terms of masterminds and retreats out at sea. Uh, David, how are you doing today, my friend? Hey, thank you so much for having me on, Ricky. Great to be here. So, uh, David, we always love to start a podcast by getting to know our guests. So why don't you share a little bit more about your own journey? How did you get into speaking? How did you get into authorship? And uh, trace it back from the beginning. Yeah, so uh, performers, presenters, speakers, leaders for the last 25, now 26 years, I actually started as a musical director. And so I was a, a product of the theater and I was always working with amazing performers. That, and what was interesting is training early in how, how do you create a standing ovation? And so if you understand music, theater when you're in lyrics it's actually very act lyrics make no sense if you actually were to read them and um, so I really learned very early on what it takes what that X factor is bring out in order to create a standing ovation and a reaction from an audience so I went on to have my own theater company also decided back and I became a head of a music department for nearly 10 years in a high school and while I was doing that at the same time I also opened up a yoga studio. I bring there this unusual and unique combination of performance production, education, personal development, and transformation together. Now, so I'm from Toronto, Canadian, and three years ago, I moved to the U.S. When I moved to the U.S., I live in San Diego. There's a shortage of entrepreneurs between San Diego, Los Angeles, and Las Vegas. And I started going to all of these conferences and events. You could literally be at one every single weekend out here. Started to see really amazing, powerful entrepreneurs, leaders, business owners, guests, and terrible. I thought, oh my gosh. I, I've been in the high performance world my entire life. I've never really been in just a pure business world. I've been in a creative high performance world. And I thought, is this a problem? And so I like to joke that it's purely selfish that I decided, okay, I'm going to focus a little entertainment, really fun people, a mission and a vision who want to change the world and who are up to something bigger than just making money, but who go out and present themselves and share their ideas, ideas, and 
who want to really make an impact. And so that's how this whole thing just kind of started. Um, but really, it's a combination, a, a continuum of the last 25, 26 years of working with amazing people who were delivering themselves authentically on stage. Beautiful, David. Uh, thank you for sharing uh, the backstory there. And you're in San Diego, one of the big hotspots for digital nomads, internet marketers. Mm -hmm. A lot of my buddies are down there. Uh, they do a lot of uh, big conferences there. So it's definitely a great part of the world. And don't forget about the amazing weather. Sunny blue skies, beautiful beaches, and amazing uh, quality of life. Uh, so David, uh, tell us about uh, your whole brand, about being un unapo un unapologetic. How did you come up with that and what does it mean to you and to all of your clients and to everyone who's listening and watching today? So the journey of being unapologetic though a very interesting one. For some time, I was actually using the word unforgettable because, you know, as a speaker, you want to be unforgettable as a center, be unforgettable, you're top of business owner. So to me, that was unforgettable. And people had lukewarm reaction to it and it was okay. One day, I was at a networking event and I was talking to and she said to me, she said, oh, you know, uh, she just was explaining her business and I... I'm, point I said, what do, you, what do you really believe? And she started to share that. And I said, you need to say that unapologetically all the time. And the next she emailed me and she said, David, I can't stop thinking about that. I want to be unapologetic. I finally know, like, I just got to say what I want to say and share what I know. And that's so powerful. I feel that. And so it's been as soon as I started using that, people have reacted very strongly to it. Now, what's very interesting for me, unapologetic is probably one of the most scary things for me to do because of that. I an immigrant family. No way you are unapologetic. You apologize for everything. You don't show who you are. You don't really want to say your feelings. Never. And so it really is a reminder to me to really share what I believe. Because let's take a little survey of history. The most unapologetic people on this planet have made a lasting impression. Whether from Jesus to Mother Teresa to Elon Musk, they are absolutely unapologetic in what they believe. And... Now, there's two sides to this coin. So there have obviously been leaders in the past who unapologetically destroy nations and destroy communities. However, powerful, a very powerful tool. When you share what you believe, who you are, unapologetically, people respond. And the proof coming full force these days, since we've launched the book just over a week ago, the, the reactions and the response and the views oh so humbling to me. I'm honest, you know, I'm 42 now. I think to myself, oh my gosh, I should have written this book years ago. What was I waiting for? And so that's my mission. I'm obsessed with other people. You are ready now. You're not, I'm writing actually a, a, a piece for another book that I'm contributing to that's out later. And what I'm talking about is you're, while you're waiting for success, success is waiting for you. Success, 
you have to go get it. You have to share what you believe. You have to bring it to the world. Nobody's going to invite you. There's not going to be a personal invitation and launch ceremony for you. You have to do that yourself. The reason I went number one in seven countries and number two in two other countries is because entire obsessively I believed with everybody that I know. And the results have come in, you know, like nobody did that for me. So that is what being apologetic to me and I want for everybody that I meet. Yeah, definitely well put there. And I think we all need to incorporate that into our own lives uh, about being more unapologetic in every every area. Uh, so in terms of speaking, uh, David, uh, that's one of your big passions in helping others uh, become professional speakers and build a career out of that. So what are your tips for someone who's considering it, besides, of course, being an apologetic in your pursuit of speaking, what are your tips in terms of the practicalities of getting yourself as a full-time professional career speaker? Yeah, so the problem is this. Not enough people know what you do. See, because we're obsessed with figuring out your avatar this does your audience want and look again take a look at your favorite leaders world changers they they are with what everybody they are very clear and they have a vision that they lead with so the first thing i say to people who want to be speakers and leaders is you necessarily tell everyone now listen very carefully that does not mean when you meet somebody like me in the speaking world or in a someone who maybe connects thing that comes out of your mouth is, oh, I want to speak more. Do you have opportunities you can connect me with? Because let's take a look at this. I get that all day long, all day long. People, oh, can I brain? I want, you know, opportunities and this and that. It's like, I don't even know you. What are you about? Instead, try to ask for opportunities, start delivering your vision to the world. Share what you believe. Share what you're up to. Tell me what you love. Tell me what you're creating for this. And then shooting in my head, oh, I have a connection for you. Oh, I know someone who has a conference in your city who might be the perfect fit for but see, so with what they want themselves. And the problem is when you're talking to someone like me or anyone who has opportunities, you know, it's like we're also turned with ourselves. That's hired as humans. So instead, just share what you're up to. What do you believe? And tell everybody. So when you introduce yourself, where instead of saying, I'm a transformational alchemic coach or what, you know, people come up with these ridiculous titles that don't mean anything. One of two things. You say, I am a speaker. And you stop talking and you smile. Or you say, I am an author, and you stop talking, smile. What's going to ask? People are going to say, oh, tell me more. And then you have them. Now, what you say next is very important. You tell them, you, if it, ideally, you're going to go around and ask them a question. Oh, you know, uh, I've written a couple books. I speak at different conferences. But what are you up to? Because everyone loves themselves. When you spotlight on someone else first, they're going to already build rapport with you and they will feel interested and obligated to ask you back or what more about you up to, right? So that's the biggest thing. It's like go and tell everybody that you're a speaker or an author or both speak and nothing else. 
people are going to ask you more questions and then you can find out what is appropriate to share with other people. And the other thing is just figure out the movie, figure out how to get unpitch perfect. Stop pitching yourself to people. Nobody likes you're standing in front of a panel to pitch yourself, like at the Shark Tank or something similar. Don't pitch yourself. Instead, how about you, person who's always thinking, how can I connect this person in front of me with opportunities? Because you know what? When you connect someone that you're other opportunities, they're going to want to connect you opportunities most of the time. Now, there's takers out there and there's people who will just take, take, take and never connect you. And that's fine. That's okay. Doing your thing. It is no accident that I, the book has gotten as much success and I'm building the success that I have. It's because I've given long. Now people are like, oh, you know what? I think I can give something to David. I think I can, you know, buy his book or share it or whatever. Right. So let's give from a placing and division all day long. Yeah, definitely givers gain as the book and saying goes. And, uh, you know, even with myself, I've given a lot in my past in terms of uh, uh, helping other people. And when I released my books, the same thing happened. People like, Ricky, you're publishing a book. Of course, we're going to help you. Of course, we're going to share it. Of course, we're going to leave a review. Of course, we're going to uh, you buy it and uh, help you become an Amazon bestseller. So definitely agree with your sentiments about uh, giving first. Um, and not pitching as well. Great advice there too, David. So one of the things you do, and it's very appropriate for our show, which is making money and traveling, is you take your speaking and your masterminding out to sea. Uh, tell us about that. How did you come up with the idea? And how has it been going in terms of uh, taking your mastermind out at sea? That was actually a very fascinating experience for me. So I was bouncing on my trampoline, as I do, after I, you know, met uh, Joseph McClendon III, Tony Robbins, and he's like, you bounce all day long. And so I started bouncing and it was amazing. I started becoming very creative while I was bouncing. And I thought, so I, I my mom actually had done events around the world for the last 35 years. She used to take a group of doctors who scuba dive around the world to do their continuing medical education credits. She's been to plow like 40 times, Belize 70 times. So I was thinking, okay, I wanted to do a retreat. But then I thought I also wanted to involve my husband, my significant other business, T plus cruises. And I thought, oh, wait a minute. Why don't I combine cruising with speaking, leadership, masterminding, and experience and mastermind experience at sea was born. And we had a great time. We did our first one out in Canada. We went Vancouver down to we one planned Iceland in 2019 and we have a couple other surprises that we're launching soon too. some more pleasure cruises just for masterminding and the idea is essentially bigger vision is to give people the opportunity to speak on seven continents that's right we're also going to cruise to Antarctica in the near future and we want to pull that opportunity to not only mastermind together with amazing leaders speakers visionaries business owners but also to travel together and have fun get some mentorship, masterminder, and then go out in the ports that we land in and speak to audiences, to groups of entrepreneurs and inspire people around the world to say, hey, this is what we're doing, this is what our vision is, and this is what's possible. And, and we're super excited to expand the program even more with the mastermind track and just doing some fun 
50 January, more of a pleasure cruise that will just sort of be um, a fun mastermind to the Caribbean. And we're really adding more travel into our business. I don't know, but I started to realize recently when I'm not working, nothing happens. And that's not a smart plan. I have to figure a way to incorporate my lifestyle and my travel and passive income at the same time. So I'm really focusing now on building passive income streams where I can generate and teach other people to generate money using their brilliance with things like books, with things like masterminds and courses and, and you know, high paying speakers. Yeah, that's definitely uh, one of the major themes of our show is teaching people the power of the passive income, the residual income uh, through all the things you mentioned, online courses, Kindle books, uh, membership sites, uh, coaching programs, and much more. Uh, so David, uh, one of the things you've just recently done, and you alluded to it uh, several times, is your book. Congratulations on uh, you know the amazing, tremendous success you've had over the last week since the launch of becoming a bestseller in multiple categories, multiple countries, and continue to be number one, uh, you know, uh, not just on the first day of the launch, but several days uh, later. Tell us about the, the process of writing the book. A lot of our listeners of yours want to write the book, but they just feel overwhelmed. So how has it been like for you to write the book? Any tips in terms of getting it from the idea to actually getting it to the keyboard and then launching it? Uh, share a little bit more about your book uh, authorship journey. Yeah, I love this topic because I Actually, never. You know, I'm a singer, I'm a speaker. I, I love to just share in the moment. I love to create in the moment. And frankly, I didn't feel like I had anything of value to share, especially nowadays in this digital world. You know, everyone says you have to deliver value and add value. And I've really studied this topic a lot. And like, I'm sorry, this alignment. You know, start deliver value and start delivering your vision. So, the first thing is I did is I found an amazing mentor. Patrick Snow sold over and copied his book. Uh, he's a few books. And um, I found a great mentor. And one of the things that really stuck out to me that he is this, David, just write a D minus manuscript. That is your goal. Get it out. Wow. Then, you know, have an editor who has a PhD. You know, you'll do multiple revisions, but just get it out. Don't even worry about it. So my process was at about four months, four to five months, outlining the book. And I thought, okay, what do I have to teach? What do I believe? And then I started thinking all of the little stories. So every topic essentially becomes a chapter. Very easy. I mean, we all have thousands of topics we could probably talk and teach about. And then I thought, okay, what are all the stories and the quotes and the anecdotes and the that go into that just started putting things into buckets so i spent about four or five months doing that now appropriately my husband and i had to do a tokyo to alaska cruise april of the year and on that cruise there's an eight-day crossing where there's nothing but ocean for eight days it's when i wrote over 40,000 words of the book. It's 62,000 words, 63,000 words. I wrote over 42,000 words in eight days because I had a very strong uh, out that I knew, okay, this is what chapter one will be, chapter two, chapter three, that I spent time doing. And then I really think there's something, you know, there's amazing people around the world who do writing for writing, things like that. I highly recommend it. If you can do that and take yourself away for three, four, five, six, seven days, 
whatever it is, just lock yourself away with a lot of distractions and just put it out there, put it out there and don't, don't judge. And then I sent it to the editor. It's fascinating. He's like, wow, David, this is really good. And I was like, it is? Because <laughs> I just set out to write a D minus manuscript and he did some content stuff and we went through options and, and now it's coming out and people are loving it. Like, I don't know. I'm sure you had probably the same experience. You know, you put a book out, it's like a baby. And you think, I don't know, are people going to like it? Or Yes. You know, and, and I just, honestly, I did not ask people to do five-star reviews. I said, hey, if you want, please do an honest review. So far, all reviews. I am so blown away by it, right? And that's, like I said earlier, is like, oh my gosh, I should have written this sooner. So just start. The world is waiting for that only you can deliver. How much longer are you going to make them wait? Someone is considering their life and only you, the message that you will put in a book or that you will speak is going to save them. How much longer are you going to make that person who is in pain wait for the message? That's what I have to say to someone who is like on the edge of writing their book. It's a no-brainer. The way you put it there, you got to get the book out there. And I love that whole uh, analogy of uh, just getting it out there. You know, it's a D-minus uh, manuscript. Uh, the founder of LinkedIn uh, said it really well as well. He said, if you're not embarrassed by the first version of your product, you waited too long. So, uh, you know, you definitely have to just get it out there. And it's never going to be perfect. Uh, it's about getting it done and getting it out. So we're definitely uh, kindred spirits there, David. So I'm curious to know what's next, uh, David. You've uh, become a successful speaker, successful coach, running these masterminds on different cruises around the world, uh, recently become a you know, multiple category, multiple country, Amazon best-selling author. What is next for your life? Uh, walk us through the journey in the next few years and beyond in terms of your life, travels, business, and more. So next is definitely the getting strategic on passive income. So I'm starting to create a, a, a bigger vision for my mastermind. And I have an online version of the mastermind also and an in-person of the mastermind because I really love that connection with people. Leveraging my time with group calls and making myself really available for people in group format. Because what I've noticed is people really learn a lot when they show up and learn from other people. And I'm really building a lot more travel. So like in the next four months, my husband and I have like four or five trips already planned in the next four months, but we're building it strategically and building passive income into it where we're helping other people to speak and lead while and be digital nomads also. So that's something that I'm really focusing on is helping people to speak and lead and travel at the same time. And that really is becoming uh, the focus. You know, and I just want to share something. This is kind of unusual, but you probably know this also. You cannot, I mean, it's hard to get rich off of a book. In fact, I've done the calculations with Global Distribution, the hardcover edition of the book. Frankly, every time I sell a copy of a book, I'm probably going to lose a little bit of money. But we understand that, you know, there's $10,000 speaking engagements on the back of that end. And clients and whatever. So my mentor, I said, Patrick, this is crazy. Like this publishing industry is insane. How do you make money? He's like, David, you stop focusing on selling it one copy at a time and you start focusing on selling it 10 and 40,000 copies at a time. And I said, how do you do that? He says, you go to network marketing companies. And I 
thought, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. So I've been shopping the book around because this book really does empower people to be better salespeople, better leaders, better speakers. And in every network marketing company, that is exactly what people need. And the other thing is that network marketing companies are very into personal development. So I've been shopping it around and getting a lot of great reviews and work on building something with some of these companies where maybe I'll go and speak at some of their conferences or maybe I'll go and build. And one of these companies came across my desk and I thought, you know what, I'm very marketing anything. You know, I'm just that person who's skeptical and I will pr- try to prove something wrong. So I jumped on board with this one track and I thought, oh, okay. So now I'm going to start building through this network marketing thing and building my own community there. I have a group of leaders who are watching me. See, you have to be strategic. How can you help other people get what they want? You think about when to invest in communities, invest in other people to get what I want, right? And so that's, I think it's really important for them that is like, yeah, you've got a book or you're speaking. Okay, well now how can you go bless the world with the miracles that you want to give every and you And that for you is how can you help other people get what they want? Because then in turn, you will get what you want through that. So David, uh, you've been a wealth of info and expertise on this show about speaking, about doing the uh, masterminds at sea, about coaching, about authorship, and uh, you know sharing your vision forward. If people want to connect with you, uh, grab a copy of the book, uh, join the, the mastermind at sea, uh, hire you for some coaching or hire you to speak, how can they do that? Yeah, your your internet just cut out there. I think you're asking me how people connect with me is davidspeaks.com. That's David with an E, D-A-V-I-D-E, speaks.com. Just all media there. You can reach out to me there. And um, so davidspeaks.com is the best place. And, and of course, the book is also beingunapologetic.com if you want to connect with the book. Perfect, perfect. Uh, I will have those links below. Uh, so if you're watching the interview on YouTube, they'll be right in the YouTube description. David speaks, and of course, uh, being unapologetic, and I'll have the links to David's social media as well. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to him on YouTube, follow him along on social media as well. And uh, David, I just wanted to uh, thank you again. I hope I wrote across because we're both uh, in the same industry in terms of speaking and coaching and authorship and travel. So I hope we can not just connect virtually, but also in real life again. So thanks for being on the show here today. Thank you so much, Ricky. I hope we do cross paths in person. Awesome. And uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode. Apologies, there was a little bit of internet lags and hiccups, but hey, it's all part of the digital nomad journey. So thanks, everyone. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us that rating and review. And uh, make sure you check out our websites as well at daddyblogger.com. And of course, if you're interested in being a digital nomad, digitalnomadmastery.com. We'll catch up with you guys in the next episode and happy travel.